All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the first episode of Championship Drill in this new season. Um, we kind of had a bit of an issue at the end of last season for those of uh, our, our few regular listeners, all three or four of them, um, that I had pneumonia, then Phil got sick and, and we had a few health issues. But we're back fighting fresh for the new season and looking forward to it kicking off tomorrow night uh, with a good game. We'll look ahead to all the weekend's fixtures at some stage, talk a bit of news. We'll go through the teams one by one and give a little preview of the season and what we think is going to happen. We'll mm. talk about a couple of the rule changes that are coming in this season and 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 all that. So how have you been keeping Phil in the off-season? All good. Busy. Looking forward? Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it being back because it feels it doesn't feel as long as usual summers. I don't know, and there wasn't even a walk-up. Yeah, I mean, basically we're only finishing the group stages of the Women's World Cup. So it's yeah. not like we've had that the whole way through the summer either. Mm. It's only been the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But it's um yeah, it's for some reason it does seem like a much shorter off season than it usually does. I think it ended late uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I, I don't know, it's like teams only have like two, three weeks off now and they're back in preseason again. Mm. It's uh it's a bit strange, but that's that's the way it is. Uh, I suppose we'll start with a bit of news. Um, not a whole lot of it today. A couple of big stories, I suppose. Yeah. Um, one that you told me about earlier was with Birmingham City getting a new minor owner, a minority owner coming in to them, yeah. uh, which American listeners will be very familiar with, if not the whole world, really. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Tom Brady, probably the greatest NFL player of all time, is uh, set to become minority owner of Birmingham City. Very strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of sports people from America that are kind of minority in owners of sports clubs in in England, um, in in particular. I know, like Tom Brady, obviously has a lot of money and things like that. I don't know how much of that will be going to Birmingham City, um, but it it can't hurt to have someone who who has to be considered, you know, one of the best competitors, one of the you know, biggest stars, certainly, uh, of sport in the world, being part of the club, even if nothing else, you know, I'm sure he'll, you know, his mentality in that, in coming in and, you know, maybe attending training sessions and talking to the players and that kind of thing has mm. to be good. I think it's a trend, though, isn't it? Because, like, Ryan Reynolds were wrecked. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, J.J. Watt, who's another NFL player, he mm. became kind of a shareholder at Burnley. We know Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas. Mm. Um are are there at Leeds, uh, the golfers, and we know LeBron James obviously is part of Liverpool's owner group after he bought shares in um Fenway Sports Group as well. So, yeah, it's 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 a bit of the the new thing for the Americans to get involved in. Yeah, I think um, the league has really kicked off in the last since probably I know I know it was around, but like when COVID hit, it really seemed to kick off. Um, in, yeah, in the states, people seem to get more and more invested. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they have, but I I think it'll be a good thing. He'll, he's obviously had to put in some sort of money. Yeah, to become yeah. you know minority owner, so there'll be some money there. For but I think he's part of an advisory board, which is he's not going to be on the board of the club, so he's not going to be making kind of hiring, firing those kind of decisions. Oh, but his name, his name value brings a lot. It does. It absolutely does. And it might bring more American investors in. And as well as that, like I said, this is a guy that's been at the top, top, top 
of a of a very tough game for much longer than most people last. Mm. Um, he will he will be considered the greatest NFL player of all time, I believe. Yeah. And having someone with that elite mentality as a sportsman can only be a good thing to have around the club. Yeah. Um, how often he's going to be there, who knows? But I I think a positive move for for uh, for Birmingham City because they are a club I'm you know I'm worried about. And they'll yeah. be obviously. I mean, we we. We actually had them to go down last season, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I suppose the other big news is uh, Newcastle have agreed a, what, a £40 million fee Yeah, with, with Southampton for um, Livermento. Yeah. Uh, decent, player, decent player, but a lot of money. A lot uh, of money. A lot of money. I know um, they need I'm players like... for their Champions League, so... Yeah. Um, um, and obviously, Coletta Carr is gone as well. He he went out on loan. I think um, La Via is going to go as well. So they're going to be they're going to be sitting on over hundred million. They will. Ward Prowse surely going to be going as well. You would well, think. West, West Ham are trying to be cheeky with the with the deal there, but um, yeah, definitely. Well, like go. you said, I mean, if they get forty million, forty million, and twenty five, thirty million for Ward Prowse, whatever it may be. Oh, they'll be talking nearly hundred and fifty million by the time it's all done. Yeah, and when we go through Southampton and what they've done in the transfer market, probably use it because there's not a whole lot of good news when it comes to transfers. I As do. is usually the case, I gotta say for um for the fans of those teams that come down, especially Southampton, who maybe haven't been down in a while, and Leicester, who nine years obviously, it's it's fairly normal when a team comes down to the championship that they lose a lot of players yeah. in the first part of the transfer window before they sign the players back in again. Yeah. So it's, it's um I wouldn't be that worried about Southampton yet, but like you said, they're going to have a lot of money, and it's about investing it wisely because um there's a lot to be said for for you know players who have that championship experience, and um, that can help get you back up into the Premier League because as we know, really 100%. really tough division to get out of. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm I'm worried about them to be honest. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I would too if they don't get it right. Um, the manager, I mean, I'm not the manager as well. I'm not convinced. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about them when we come to them. So we were having a look. There's, um, I know, um, QPR's manager was giving out about some of the new rule changes, um, but we might as well have a look through them and and see. So they're talking about enhancing ball and play times. Okay. Um. You know, usually it would be goals, celebrations, substitutions, injuries, you know, red cards, all that kind of thing. Everything, yeah, throw-ins. Everything. But now throw-ins, goal kicks, all that is going to come in. And what we're going to see in the championship, um, a league which, you know, as you were saying to me there before we came on air, usually there's like there's been games last season where we did already have 10 and 11. There's a lot. I remember we we used to chat at the weekend and go, oh, God, another, another 10 minutes. Another ten minute game there, like yeah, yeah, and it happens because of injuries sometimes in those games. But I mean those games there were ten minutes injury time last season, could well be twenty, twenty-five minutes injury time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this season. So uh, you know, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. So but it's gonna be more like people who watch the World Cup in December and people who are watching the women's world cup. Yeah. The uh the stoppage time is gonna be more like that. It's gonna be pretty regular to see. You know, seven to ten minutes stoppage time at the end of each half. Yeah. So that's going to be one of the changes. Yeah. Um, the match officials are also going to be taking a more robust approach. It says to dealing with clear and deliberate actions in terms of delaying restart to play. So, um, it's one of the weird ones I always think. 
And I think until it happens, it's it's nothing nothing's ever gonna stop it. It's they're talking about delaying the restart of play. Um mm-hmm. throw-ins, but what they're really on about is goal kicks. Yeah. Now, when goalkeepers delay a game, they're given a yellow card. And then they'll do it again, and they're never given a second yellow card. Six second thing is still like I still think it should be less than that. Uh, yeah. it should be four seconds. They just yeah, I mean they should be given like I think the first time a goalkeeper delays a kick out, they're warned. The second time they're given a yellow card and they're told, do it again, I'm sending you off. And yeah, they need to send straight. them off. Yeah, they need to straight off. And until they start sending off goalkeepers for time wasting, it's not something that's going to change. Yeah, 1,000%. Because they're going to be thinking, well, I'm booked now, he's not going to send me off for time wasting. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, treatment to players. Um... New law coming in there. Um, obviously, there's times when players don't have to leave the pitch. Uh, goalkeepers never have to leave the pitch when they're injured. Uh, but obviously, with the new timekeeping rules, goalkeeper going down for five minutes, the ref is going to add on at least five minutes. So, you know, goalkeeper going down injured isn't going to be able to do anything like that. Uh, if a goalkeeper collides with an outfield player, that kind of thing as well is going to be changed. Mm-hmm. Severe injury, two players from one team. All those kind of things, players won't have to leave the pitch. Field to play for. Um, however, um, where a player, you know, the declines the or when a player gets a physio to come on, so mm. the physio comes on to give them treatment and all that kind of stuff. The new rule says we know they have to go to the halfway line and then the ref has to wave them on. Yeah. In the new rule, it's going to be at least 30 seconds that the player. I'd be intrigued to see how this works because I. Our match is going to end up with 20 minutes extra time. Oh. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> but it's a case now of like, oh, if your team are under pressure and the guy just goes down and he's like, oh, I'm hurt or whatever. Well, he could be off the pitch for anything from 30 seconds to a minute Yeah, with your team down to 10 men. Yeah. So it's a way of trying to stop players faking injuries to try and delay games and try and take the pressure off in terms of, well, if you want to do that, you're going to be your team are going to be down to 10 men for a period of time. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one. It says here, this is what it reads from the AFL's site. In circumstances where a player declines the physio, if a teammate clearly delays or refuses to restart the game, that teammate will be issued a yellow card. Yeah. So if a player goes down, he's like, oh, no, I don't need the physio. He's still wasting time. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be booked for that. The good. That's why it needs to be, needs to speed. Yeah. We need to speed so, it up as well. Yeah. So then we've got more law changes, key law changes. So denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And this is something we do see a lot in the championship. In the, in yeah. the championship. Yeah, yeah. So the rules are going to change in that regard as well. So it says where a player commits an offence against an opponent within their own penalty area, which denies the opponent an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, the referee awards a penalty kick. So obviously, you know, you foul someone in the box, it's a penalty kick. A yellow card, though, will be, will be uh, is the offence, uh, will be issued if the offence was an attempt to play the ball or a challenge for the ball. Yeah. So if you're genuinely going for the ball and you miss time a tackle, even if you're the last man, yeah, because we did be a yellow that, card, we, not we, a red we, card. We did see a lot of that last season. There was a lot of unfairness. Yeah, and I think the Premier League already kind of has that rule in there, yeah. but the Championship didn't. 
And I, I think that is it is a good rule. If you make a challenge for the ball, genuine effort to get the ball, it's yeah. a yellow card. But a red card will be shown in other circumstances. So if you pull a guy back, if you pull him to the ground, push him over, basically, if you have no attempt to play the ball, it'll be a red card. Uh, and the additional wording means that while cynical non-footballing actions such as clear holding, pushing, and handball offences will be will continue to be sanctioned with a penalty and red card, where there's an attempt to play the ball or a challenge for the ball, a penalty and yellow card is the expected outcome. Now, this is a weird one, um, and it's one that gets people every single time yeah. is offside. Mm. Um, Everybody knows basically what the offside rule is, but they keep changing what they're going to give offside and not offside. So regarding offside, the IFAB and FIFA have also clarified the guidelines for determining a deliberate play by a defender. Now, this is one of these ones where, like, if you were the defender and I was the attacker and I kicked yeah. the ball and it hits you and goes to my guy who's offside, yeah. they'll say, oh, it came off the defender, so he's not offside. Yeah. Well, no, a defender has to make a deliberate play for that to be yeah, the case. Otherwise, you're just bunking it around the place. That wouldn't work. Yeah. So the defender, it has to be a pass, passing the ball to a teammate, gaining possession of the ball. So like going for a cattle or whatever. Like yeah. if I slide in from behind, I kick the ball towards my own goal and put someone through. Or yeah. clearing the ball. So if I slice my clearance or if I head it backwards or something, yeah. you know, then it's okay. If a player is considered to be in control of the pass, attempt to gain possession or clearance, this would be deliberate play. And the attacker in an offside position should not be penalised for offside. An inaccurate or unsuccessful action does not change the fact that the defender deliberately played the ball. So again, like if I try to, if I go to head the ball, but it floats over my head, that's still considered a deliberate action because I tried to head it. Yeah. Um, now, it, it's a strange one because... It's going to be down to the referees. Like, I could see your miles offside and I'm going to head the ball and I decide I'm not going to bother heading it because I know you're offside. And yeah. the ref might say, oh, well, you tried to head it. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a, an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, um, attempts to keep the game flowing as well. A high threshold for penalising contact will remain. Mm. Uh, with officials not awarding fine for all contact, yet penalising when contact has a detrimental impact on the opponent. So those little niggly fouls and that, the ref is going to try and let some of those go and try and keep the play going. A couple of other changes, um, and I don't think they're on the list here, but we'll talk about them. Participant behaviour is on their list. And yeah. this is basically similar to laying the restart. Um, they'll take a more robust approach to dealing with participant behaviour when it falls below expected standards on field and in the technical area. So um, basically players giving lip to referees, managers, coaches giving lip to referees, you know, arguing constantly and things like that, the referees are going to take much more harsher approach. And as they should. Yeah. I mean, I think it should be, like, it's one of the things I think rugby gets very well is the referee's the boss and they'll only talk to the captain and anybody else, the ref will say, talk to me again, I'm going to give you a yellow card. And that's, that's the way it should be. The surrounding the referee and all this kind of nonsense needs to stop. Yeah, 100%. Um, let them ref the games. A uh, couple of other changes I've noticed as well are, they're going to have footballs on cones now around the pitch. Interesting. So that rather than ball boys and things like that, uh, ball boys will still be there as part of the game, obviously, but there'll always be a ball available at certain points on a cone 
then the ball boy, you know, you'll take it off the cone, the ball boy will put the other ball back onto the cone. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep the game flowing quickly, that the ball will always be. Sure. And I suppose the away team as well, you see, is the home team. The away team will also be able to restart games quickly. You don't have to wait for the ball boy, who sure. can often just delay the game. The other thing, it's now going to be illegal to use towels or anything, like from fans or whatever, to dry the football. All right, okay. I, uh, that, that, that's an interesting one because we used to always be accustomed to um, the lap drying the ball before he did his land throws. Yeah, yeah. So that's not allowed. I, I, that's an interesting one. Yeah, not allowed to do that now anymore. So it's, yeah, it's a strange one. It's an interesting one, but it's, uh, it's, it's just I the way it is. It's all, it's all to do with like human contact and fluids and it's, also, I think to speed up the game, I think, you know, yeah, and just get on with it. If the ball's wet, take your throw it. And also, what would tend to happen in matches is the home team would have towels planted and yeah, the away true. team wouldn't have any. So, true. So, I think it's just a fairness. So, those are rules changes. I think some of them are somewhat sensible, some of them not as sensible, I suppose. Um, but we'll wait and see. Uh, I think I think I think mostly sensible changes. Yeah. I think the deliberate action for a defender is one that's going to uh, possibly cause a few controversies because of um, it'll be down to the referee to what was a deliberate action or not deliberate action to play the ball. So yeah. there we have it. Any of those changes stand out to you as things that uh, we're going to have to just just be? I'm just delighted at speeding the game up a bit, but I'm just worried about the length of halves. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see a lots of stoppage time. Yeah, um, it's not going to be ideal for anyone, really. Um, no, and it is going to be one of those where you're going to see. Uh, and I, I think the other thing with that is, um, I mean, I think it's a great thing that you're stopping time wasting. One of the ways you're doing it is you're like, look, every second you waste, we're going to add back on again. Yeah, like it could be a lot worse, I suppose, because there was wasn't, yeah. wasn't there talk of like stopping time completely every time we went out of play. So. Yeah, there was talk of doing that. Um, and my big worry would be, you know, we get some injuries in championship anyway, but it's a 46-game season, um, mm -hmm. plus cups and whatever. Most players are going to play, you know, you know, 50-plus games in a season. Yeah. And adding an extra, you know, 10, say, eight, minutes, eight yeah. minutes a half, you're adding an extra 15 to 20 minutes onto a game. That that's an extra, like, six, no, that's an extra 20 games if you add them all up. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot, like, it really is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one that could be a... Be I, I can see problems that way in terms of player welfare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiredness, squad, squads being burnt out, which is, you know, you might see, like, teams that you don't expect up in the, up in the playoffs because of this as well. Um, yeah, and it's it, it it's going to be very tough. I think it's going to be especially tough on teams with small squads. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be an issue. So, that being said, will we get into the kind of meat and drink of what we're going to be talking about today, which is just a brief look at each team. We're going to go in alphabetical order because it's as good a way to go through them as anyway. Um, and we'll just have a look at a couple of the transfers they brought in. Quick chat about them. Nothing too in depth. Nothing too detailed. And um, we'll we'll wait and see what happens with them. So uh, Birmingham City first up, who we briefly briefly touched on, and um, brought in quite a few players, yeah. and not spent an awful lot of money on them. That said, um, 
you know, Dion Sanderson coming in from Wolves. You've Buchanan coming in from Verde Bremen. Um, Eaton Laird coming like in from him. United. Yeah. I like him. He He's very, very got potential and he's still only 21. Only 21. They didn't pay a lot of money for him. Less than a million. Um, but a guy that never really broke into the United team, I suppose. So sometimes these guys have a lot to prove. Yeah. Um, Kristen Bielik is an interesting one. Comes in from Derby. Now, he was a guy that Arsenal signed years ago. The young kid that could play midfield, could play centre-back and played most of his career now as a defensive midfielder. But he's one of these players and we talk about them every season. He's 25 now. Um, he was having a great season a few years ago um, before he got injured. Um, and the injury kind of you know curtailed his career a little bit. But at 25 now, it's a big season for him. Uh, Hopefully he can push you know, it. I think you know, big, big season for the likes of him. Mm. Tyler Roberts comes in from Leeds and Koji Mayosli comes in from Royal Antwerp. The rest are kind of normal enough signings. Yeah, you um, a couple of you players and one or two players for on loan. Yeah. Um nothing major. I think decent signings, but I do worry about Birmingham City. Yeah. Uh, um if you would put me on the spot for next season, they would be down the bottom half. Uh, I, I think they will be. I mean, they they lost uh, Chang obviously, um, who you'd know as well. Yeah. Uh, you Joe know, a good player. You know, Graham left the club. Okay, you wouldn't worry about that too much. I think Bellingham leaving to go to Sunderland is a a bit of a loss to them. Yeah. Um, you know, Deeney they let go. Harley Dean they let go. So they've cut like some of the older players to cut the wage bill a little bit. Um, I don't like. The players they brought in, you're like they're they're decent, but are in, there there's a lot of like, you know, like we said, you say the likes of Roberts, Bielek, Glaird, they're players who are you know, in their you know twenties who now have a lot to prove. They're not guys that have been brilliant that are coming in. They're guys that maybe have something to prove, and maybe it'll work out. It's a bit of a gamble. Maybe it won't. Um, yeah. you know. You worry about a guy like Sanderson coming in from Wolves at 23 who's never really done it yet um, and how good he's going to be for them. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll wait and see. Um, but that said, they've not lost too much. But yeah, I'm with you. I think I think they're going to be in the lower I think, half. And I, think, I think they're going to be down in the last eight. Yeah, and I think they're one of those teams where if things start to go wrong for them, they could be in real trouble. Yeah, and the thing is, even if they do surprise us and end up, yeah, the, they're not they're good, not good enough to like. Even if they came up for whatever reason, yeah. lucky, they're not good enough to last. No, uh, they need um, they need Tom Brady to spend his millions. <laughs> yeah, and I I can't see him doing that. Um, no, no, no. Uh, like I said, he's not he's not the owner in the same way that uh, the lads are at Wrexham. He's a minority owner. He's not even on the board. As such, yeah. Uh, I suppose if you go to Blackburn Rovers, yeah, they're, uh, they're another team that I'm really worried about because they lost. Uh, they lost a lot of good players, didn't they? Um, yeah, they did. They lost two if, players that I thought were very good from last season. Yeah, um, which would be Bradley Dack and uh, Brett. Yeah, and both of them went for free as well. Yeah, which I think is 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 worse again. I I agree with you. I think Dak was brilliant, and obviously Brett and Diaz, yeah. leaving on a free was a a tough one for them. 
they've brought in like you lose someone like Brereton Diaz, okay, has injury problems and things like that. Um and you bring in Niall Ennis, who's a guy that I don't think he's ever like scored a goal in the championship. No, I I, I Plymouth had a great season last season and he, yeah. he was good, but like I just there's no there's he no, was. I mean he he was decent for Plymouth last season. Yeah, there's, there's no comparison um, between him and Diaz. Like No. There really isn't. Yeah. I mean, last season, I think he got 12 league goals in 38 games for Plymouth. Yeah. In yeah. League One. Yeah. You know, if he was to, and he, like, is he going to get more or less what, goals? What's the story with Blackburn? Because they've spent no money. Like, they're literally like expenditure zero, and the league starts tomorrow or a month or a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. Is there, is there issues going on within the club? There could well be. Um, <laughs> I don't know are they under a transfer ban. I'm not, I don't think they are. It's certainly not I read about anyway. Oh no, I don't think so either. Just strange. Um, yeah, it's a it's a strange one, like you said, but they've not brought in a lot of money either. Yeah. Um, which is which is a problem, like you said. Dak left on a free. Diaz left on a free. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a it's a strange one. Um, they brought in um Sigurdsson on loan as well from CSK in Moscow, yeah. the Icelandic international. Kronstadt, Kronstadt as well, yeah. Uh, from Vitesse is the the Norwegian international. Decent players, but I think, I think they're worse. I think the players they brought in are worse than the players they let go. Yeah. Like and last, I, season, I, last season, I would have said a top eight. This season again, I think bottom bottom ten. I just can't see it. It wouldn't surprise me if they get relegated, actually. Yeah, I certainly think Blackburn are going to very much struggle to get near the playoffs, unless, you know... Unless, unless, unless Ennis hits all these goals and starts scoring loads of goals. But I, I'm going to yeah. go... I'm going to go out and I think I'm going to stay at the bottom four. I think they could get relegated. That bad, yeah. Oof, I don't know about that. I mean, they were a decent team last year. Um, I know they've lost some of their big players, though. But yeah, you reckon they the bottom four? But again, there's a couple of weeks left if they, they might bring in a few. They need to, to change yeah. your mind on them. But as things currently stand, which is all we can go on. Well, the thing um, is, he took away Diaz's goals and his chances. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're, they're in big trouble. Like, I... I just, yeah. They're not there. Yeah. A I know, that I, know I, think... I like that manager, though. Yeah. A team that I think have done pretty well in the transfer window is uh, Bristol City. Yeah, they brought in some nice young players. They, again, they're always been a team with young players. Um, yeah, I think uh, Ross McCrory, very good player. Jason Knight, we obviously know about. I mean, Jason Knight was uh, like Wayne Rooney saw him as the future captain of Derby County Yeah, when they were in the championship. Yeah, he was I mean, he's only 22. Yeah, Good, good signing. Rob Dickey, yeah. I know a lot of experience, still only 27. I couldn't believe it when I saw Rob Dickey was 27. I know, yeah, he seems I, I'd have given him lot. another 10 years nearly. Yeah. Um, but, but there you go. And again, they've not lost an awful lot. The Silva obviously went to Coventry. Um, Moore went over France and Kane Wilson gone to Derby. But they, they haven't lost a lot. And I think they've added quality to that squad. Now, it's a squad that weren't brilliant last season. But... um. Yeah, I, t- I, I think, you know, it's about time they had a, a very good season, Bristol City. Not saying it'll be this season, but I, I like what they've done so far. I know yeah, about you. Me too. I I, I think top top half. 
Yeah, uh, I, 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 I agree. And it's, you know, when you say top half, there's there's always a chance a team like that goes on a run. Yeah, or oh, 100%. 10 or 12th, I reckon. Yeah. Now, Cardiff City in a mess because of the transfer ban and then they're allowed to sign players and they're not allowed to sign players. And, you know, mm. who knows what's going on with them. They've brought in like 10 players and spent no money. Uh, yeah, and they've they've got rid of a lot of players. Yeah. Um, so big change. What do you make, though? I suppose their big signing, I suppose, in a lot of ways, was Aaron Ramsey coming back to the club. 32. Had a couple of disastrous years. Like One, he... obviously, his last year, Juventus wasn't great when he was sent out on loan a couple of times. And obviously last season in France, where he started okay, but mm. never really was brilliant for Nice yeah. either. Yeah. Um, what do you make of him coming back? It's a good move because the club needs a boost. Um, yeah. And the fans do love him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's I... a guy that absolutely loves, you know, Cardiff City. He's obviously the captain of Wales, yeah. which is which is nice for Cardiff to have. I think only thirty two. I would I would have thought he'd been older. Um, yeah, so you know, I think I think a chance that he could do very very well for himself, um, in the championship, but it's 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 one of those. It's like he's thirty two, but you you think of his time at Arsenal and the like two three big injuries he had. Yeah, yeah. Like his body's been through a lot, so even though he is only thirty two. You know, he might more like have the body of a 36, 37 year old. But uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Be interested to see how he does in the championship because um as we know, he's he's gonna be one of these guys that uh players are going to target because you know he, he is the big star for, for Cardiff City and he's you know having played with Arsenal and Juventus and that people are gonna love playing against him. Um so it it'll be an interesting one. How how do you think Cardiff are gonna do? Because last season obviously I mean, they got very lucky. Let's be honest. Yeah, really, they they should um, have they should have got relegated. Yeah, I mean, they really did get lucky. They they had a disaster of a season. I don't. I just think that Aaron Ramsey is could easily. I don't think top half, but I don't think relegated either. Uh, yeah, I think they'll have a better season. I, yeah. I just don't think they're going to be pushing for the playoffs. No, I think fourteenth maybe. Yeah, I think there's I think there's better teams than them there, I suppose, is the way yeah. that I would yeah, look at it. It's hard because there's a couple of teams later on that were never in the championship yet, so we'll see. Um Yeah, and I mean that that's that's it exactly. Um yeah. I suppose that yeah, and we we'll see how they go and we'll talk about the the new teams, I suppose, when we get to them as well. Coventry City, uh obviously lots of money for Guaycaris. Yeah. Um, I think they did very well on what they were able to get from. Yeah. Going especially, to especially considering he had one good season and before that we talked on the season before where he was barely scoring anything. Yeah, and I mean we talked about how last season was going to be a big season for him for his career because he was 24 at the time. Yeah. He'd not yet lived up to potential. Boy, did he live up to potential last season. Yeah. And he's got his move to sporting. 20 million pounds a lot of money for a player. Coming from you know Coventry, who's had one good season, like you said, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they did very well in terms of what they brought in there. And, that's and and the thing is as well, like they don't even better business. But I think Ela Sims is a great. He's very good. He's good. He's another guy that's all potential as a replacement. He's got about a goal every two games in his career so far, um. But obviously at youth, that's at youth level. That's at you know League One level. 
that's that's down a bit the divisions obviously when Everton had him out on loan and and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, bags of potential. And in a way, you know, Guy Caress was the same when they first brought him in. Yeah. He was a guy that never really scored. I think Guy Caress hadn't scored more than seven or eight goals in a season when they signed him. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think we ran about him that he was kind of hit and miss. Yeah, yeah. I think they've done very very well for themselves. Yeah, um, it deals on. Yeah, I think I think the players they brought in they've done they've done very well. You know, De Silva coming in yeah. from Bristol City on a free transfer. You know, Brad Collins coming in. Yeah. Um, Bobby Thomas. I, I think Sakamoto coming in as well. He's going to be a big player for them. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, Japanese international. Yeah, I think he'll do uh, well like that. I think and Coventry uh, were very unlucky last season. Like yeah, I think well. Coventry are setting themselves up to have another very good season. I think they'll be there or thereabouts again. I think I. Uh, they could yeah, again, I think they do a little and then just come up this time. I think they might. I mean, the thing is, you we've wrote, written them off a couple of times, but then you think last season we didn't write them off mm. because we learned our lesson. Because the season before they had a good season, yeah. where they just missed out on the playoffs. You know, last season they obviously had a great season and were very unlucky. But uh, the, yeah, it's very, it's it's yeah. I think I think it's going to be a great season for Coventry. Yeah, uh, Coventry City. I I think they've signed well, like you said, and I think someone like like you said, like Sims, um, if he can get going, they're after signing another player that's not on that list. I think as well for nine, yeah. nine million. I think he's an American fella. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw the second ago now. Wasn't on Twitter, but I can't seem to find it out again. Well, but he's after coming in recently, is he? Nine million uh, pounds a forward, yeah. um, from the American leagues. So yeah, could be. But I, watch. yeah, I and I do think that I do think that the the I think getting twenty million was was a great bit of business, even though they lost uh, a player who was very good for him last season. Because I do think they've they've done a good job of replacing him, which is kind of what Blackburn Rovers didn't do. When we talked about it earlier, uh, so I think they're uh, yeah, I think Coventry are going to be fine. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think easily in the top eight. Yeah, Huddersfield Town. Um, not a whole lot going on there. No. Um, really to talk about Chris Maxwell. People coming in. Same Edwards as Edwards on loan. They've not spent a lot of money. Or they have spent no money. Spent a lot of money. You wouldn't say they've really lost their best players either. No, they just got rid of a few um, players, yeah. You know, uh, you know, Huddersfield, they're a team that are... They're a weird one because they were one of the favourites to go up, you'd say, two, three seasons ago. Yeah. Probably one of the favourites to go down last season. Yeah. No, um, and they're just such a hard team to predict what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, do, I honestly couldn't tell you. Neil Warnock's still staying, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's why I think they'll do okay this season. Yeah. Now, I, when I say okay, I don't think they're going to push for the playoffs. But you know, been wrong before. It's like fourteenth or fifteenth. I know what you mean. Yeah. I yeah. but I do think having having Warnock there is it's just it's so good to have Warnock in the championship anyway. It's brilliant. Yeah. He's no, just so such entertainment. And I think with the new rule changes that we talked about as well, I think he's, his press conferences are going to be great. Hmm. Um, I really do think they are. Uh, I wonder will, how, how often he'll be sent off this season. 
Uh, Smart that he promoted a lot of people. Yeah. Moving on to a team as well that I think have had a great transfer window so far and, you know, did well to stay up last season. Obviously, it's full. But they've really been clever in what they've brought in. Yeah. They've brought in. Aaron, Aaron Connolly. He's still 23. only 23. He's still only 23. Only 23. But the thing is, when there was a time when Aaron Connolly was like the next big thing for Ireland. And I would say he's probably fourth, fifth down the pecking order now for centre forwards. Yeah. And that Irish team. Um, and I think it's a great move for him where he can be the guy that plays week in, week out for Hull. Yeah, yeah. And I think he really needs to get his career back on track. Yeah. And I think he's hungry enough to do that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it's a great signing. I think Liam Delap coming in on loan is a great, great loan, signing. Great loan deal, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, um the kilo coming in from Sparta Rotterdam, player that I've seen play a few times. Um Belgian, um good, good player. Debbie Simmons coming in from Chelsea. No, don't gotta admit, don't know a lot about him, but he's coming from that Chelsea youth team, which is packed of players that are pretty decent. So you imagine he's gonna be good. I, I just think they've done very well. And yeah, even they could, be, they could be a surprise package. And I think the players they've got rid of, I don't think there's any great shakes there in terms of a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I think even, yeah. I think every player they've brought in has been a step up from who they've let go. So their team is definitely a lot stronger. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd agree. I think, um, I think he's, I think, pushing top 10. But, yeah, I think I think they're one of those teams where you know if things go right for the players they've brought in, yeah. they could push for those playoff places. Yeah. Um, but they're a team if things go you know absolutely tits up, they could be heading towards relegation. And <laughs> um, they're they're one of those teams that are could go either way, and we'd have to wait a few weeks of the season to to see how they go, I suppose. But I think they've been very clever in who they've gotten rid of, very clever in who they've brought in. Yeah. And Ipswich Town. It's a, it's a tough one for Ipswich, obviously. I do like um, the manager. I like the fact that he's an ex-United. Um, yeah, one probably one of the favourites to go down. Yeah, I would think so. And we know it's always it's going to be tough, and it could be a long season for them. But they only have to look at Hull City and what Hull did yeah. as kind of inspiration. Now Jack Taylor coming in from Peterborough, good signing. Hurst coming in from Leicester, though, for me is a bit of a strange one. Um, you know. They they spent a bit of money on him. He's a guy that just hasn't scored goals in his career. Yeah. And another guy pretty similar age to Guy Chris when he came might, to Coventry. Might click. You never know. It might click. I mean, again, he's a guy that had so much potential. It's never worked for him. And he's a guy that just doesn't seem to get enough goals for me anyway. Yeah. Um, Mary Hutchinson. And there he, I think a young I think I think Mary Hutchinson's an interesting player. Um, I think he's a guy he obviously he was at, a couple of seasons ago he was at Arsenal and he was on the bench a lot near the end of the season on the verge of breaking into the first team his contract expired he decided he was going to join Chelsea because maybe he thought I have a better chance of breaking into that team and mm. um, because you know I don't have the likes of Saka and Martinelli and the likes ahead of me but then he goes to Chelsea last season we all know what happened to Chelsea last season and mm. Chelsea signed 27 wingers yeah, and suddenly he's like, I don't have a hope of playing for Chelsea. 
unless I do something special. So I think I think he was badly advised in going to Chelsea. Um, and I think it's going to be a make or break season for his career because I think he's if he does very 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 well at Ipswich, there might be a path for him into that Chelsea starting lineup at some stage. But I think if things go bad, you're looking at a guy who, even though he's only 19, he could be stopped. Bags of potential could be a guy that's a League One Championship player for the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think even though he's only 19, he's under a lot of pressure to do well, and um, that sometimes can work in your favour. Yeah. So we'll we'll wait and see because he has bags of talent. He's a really gifted young player. Mm. But uh, we'll we'll wait and see what happens with him. Uh, again, they've got rid of a lot of the, the kind of older players and brought in a lot of youth. Richard Keogh has gone to Wickham. Yeah. Um, so you'd, I'd slightly worry. Do, do they have enough Ipswich to stay up? But uh, we'll wait and see. It's going to be exciting to see Ipswich play, I think, uh, next season. Um, I, think, and, I think they're going to struggle. I think relegations. Yeah, I think they will too. But I, again, I think they only have to look to Hull and those kind of teams and Hope for the best. And one of the teams that have come down, Leeds United, like like we said with Southampton a bit earlier, I would if I was a Leeds fan, I wouldn't be too worried about the players that go out because that's pretty normal when you come down. Yeah. Um, you know, Rodrigo obviously left to go to Qatar, uh, Koch left to go to Frankfurt. Um, I think on loan. I think you'll get a couple of guys that go on loan to hopes they go back up again into the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wober's gone to Gladbach. Roberts, we talked about, um, has gone to Birmingham. Again, I don't think that's a big loss to Leeds. I think Aronson is another fellow that's going to come back if they come off the Premier League. I think so. But I think these are guys coming out of the squad that are very tough to lose. Um, in terms of what they brought in then, they've done okay, I think. Ethan Ampadu, obviously. Another um, guy I forgot never, he was at Chelsea. I never got, another guy that never lived up to the potential that he was set for. Um, no, but... You know, a, a guy that I think um very good for Wales um would be and I think a big season for him. Uh Carl Darlow, I think, is a very good goalkeeper, and I think at his age, thirty-two, great age for goalkeeper. Yeah. And we know Leeds have um have young goalkeeper there already. Yeah. So I, I think that's gonna really, really help them. Um having Darlow there as probably a backup goalkeeper. But I think it's really going to help the squad a bit. Um, and Helder Costa coming in as was well. He, was he the guy that was at Wolves a few years back? Yeah, I mean, he was way on loan in Saudi Arabia last season. Um, odds are Helder Costa, you know, probably doesn't play for Leeds this season. Maybe he leaves before the transfer window goes as well. Um, but we'll wait and see. I, I think, much like Southampton, I think the, whatever business leads do is going to happen in the last couple of weeks of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the transfer window. Also, as well, they have a new manager since the last start of the last... Yeah, how, how do you think that's going to go for them? Uh, He's done so well in their championship. I think Leeds will be there or thereabouts because he's he was phenomenal with Norwich in the championship. Um, yeah. Every time they were in the championship, they just came up under him. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I think I think he could do well. Yeah. Um, I think Leeds will be okay. I think um, I they're not my favourites to they're not my favourites to win the division, by the way. But yeah. I do I do think they'll they'll push for the second place and they'll certainly push into the the playoffs. I think because I think they're going to sign more players. Yeah. Um, a team that I think could push for the title though are Leicester City. 
they really, um, they really have no no excuses not to finish first. Uh, um, again, really... I don't think they're going to finish first. Well, they're not my pick. I, they absolutely could finish first. Yeah. But they've they've obviously they've lost Madison. They've lost Harvey Barnes. They're the big two that have gone. Um, obviously, Tachoyu and Johnny Evans, who for a time were basically their starting partnership. You know, they've lost Keelman and Marty, Ryan Bertrand. They, they've lost a lot of experienced players and a lot of very good players who are in their prime. But yeah. they've got good money for at least two of those players. Yeah. Um, you know, so they've got that money burning a hole in their pocket in terms of what did they bring in? 90 odd million um, yeah. euro. For, for Barnes and Madison combined. Yeah. Yeah. Um Harry Winks, 27. Good signing, I think. Yeah. For a championship. Championship level, he'll be he'll be brilliant. Yeah. Connor Cody, shocked that he's gone to the championship. I would I have thought be honest. He, I would have thought he went to Luton or something. I would have thought God, I, mean, I, I am. So I think that's an amazing pickup. Yeah. Um Stephanie Mavididi from came in from Montpellier. Clear 25 now. Um, and a guy I think a lot of clubs were looking at a few yeah. years ago as being yeah. like a superstar and trying to sign and whatever. Yeah. And, it, you know, he never really went anywhere. I think he's another good signing. You know, they've brought in Hermeson, the goalkeeper. Callum Doyle's coming in on loan from Man City. Yeah. Um, I think they've done very, very well in the transfer market in terms of we knew Madison and Barnes were going to leave and they've got good money for them. Um. Yeah, I think I think Leicester, like you said, it, it, I think they've got no excuses. They don't. They, they have no excuses not to be in the top two. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. really do. Um, the next team we're going to talk about are the team I think are going to win the championship. Yeah, like Middlesbrough. Good run last season. It's hard not to put them up there. Um, manager has a year's experience now there and done very well. Uh, the only thing I question is they're after signing about 37 goalkeepers. Um, <laughs> I don't know what kind of formation he plans on playing. He drafted a sign of four keepers, yeah. <laughs> um, I really don't know what, what kind of a formation he, he's got planned with, with that many goalkeepers. Um, you know, maybe he's going to try and see can he get away with playing two goalkeepers in a match. Um. Who knows? An inverted goalkeeper situation. And the thing is, these are not young goalkeepers. Like there's two of the two of them there are turkey. No, like uh Sunny Diang, who's who's um obviously very experienced uh international goalkeeper, and uh Jamie Jones, who's a very experienced goalkeeper as well. Um yeah, I mean Tom Glover is coming in from Melbourne City as well. Um, you know, Liam Roberts as well is coming from Barnsley, but he was on loan or he's coming in on loan. For the season, yeah, or he's yeah, yeah, um, loan, or he's it? come back from loan, I think, or whatever will happen to him. I think he's gone on loan to Barnsley. Yeah, Liam Robbie. I think, I, um, I think they bought I, him and sent him out on loan. Yeah, um, so so Dieng, uh, for me, Dieng is going to be their number one goalkeeper. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, out of those ones, if you had to pick one, yeah, um, he did well at QPR. He's always had it. You know, he's had a decent career. Um, but they've signed, like I said, beyond that, uh, it's young players that they've got. So Alex Gilbert, young Irish player that we know a little bit about, yeah. um, coming from Brentford B. 21, never really made the grade there. Another guy that's got bags of potential but has never made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a player that really, really excites me, and I don't know how much playing time he's going to get next season, 
is the young Dutch player Rad Vandenberg who's coming from PZ Swalla. He he's he's very highly regarded. Um, I know at 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 Zwolle, or he was last season anyway, and he's a guy that you know his ceiling is very very high. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him. I don't I don't know, know much about. It. I know he's you only eighteen. You followed the Dutch. He's only football. eighteen. He's only eighteen. He's played a bit here and there. Again, he might be one for the future. You know, I'm excited to see what he does. It may not be next season that he plays for Middlesbrough. You know, the eighteen they may decide to loan him out. Yeah. But I I think he's a very smart signing. I I don't think they've lost a lot. I think Grant Hall. And we'll talk about you know Rotherham. Um. But they, they've lost a few players, I think. But I don't think anything they're going to be overly worried about. No, I... I... Uh, and, I, yeah, I just I just think with the manager, that with more experience, with a couple of signings that they have made, and possibly one or two more to come in. Um, and my buddy can start scoring all their goals. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I, I think they're gonna they are they're they're the team I think are gonna win the championship next season. They, they definitely um, there banker for them to be relegated if anyone's a betting man. If I say they're <laughs> going to win the championship, well, last last season now they were bottom after the first six games. So yeah, yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, mm. uh, the team in early men Millwall, who every season we say they have a chance of making the playoffs, and every yeah. season it looks like they're going to. And they've then they fall sad, away. Uh, they've had a sad summer, though, with the uh, the chairman died. They uh, have, and um, I think they're okay in who they've lost in terms of players out. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ali Burke going out. Um, you know his his, his loan ended. Uh, he was in a loan, but I think they've signed okay. It's it's wait and see, I suppose. Um, Sarkage coming in on goal. But if you look at the players there that they've signed, Wes Harding, um, Joe Bryan, Sarkage, Kevin Nisbet, Casper Dignore, they're all in their mid-twenties other yeah. than um, obviously O'Brien. Joe Bryan. Yeah. But, you know, they're, that's a good age to be bringing players in at. Yeah. Um, and again, Millwall are one of those teams. Who knows what happens? I think, you know, I think it's a tr- it's going to be a tricky one. Um they're very hard to predict. I, I, you know what? Very hard to predict. I'm going to put them in the bottom half this season. Yeah, like they're so hard to predict, aren't they? I really want to put them up higher, but like, there's yeah, many other teams around there now. I think, yeah, I don't think so. Um, moving on to Norwich. Um, Pookie is going to be gone. That's kind of sad this season. He's gone to play in the states. Yeah. Um, he is 33 now, though. I suppose. Yeah, but he was still scoring all their goals. He's still scoring goals, yeah. So it'll be hard for them to replace him. Sam Byram um doesn't have a club at the minute. It's a strange one for me that he's gone, but um we'll wait and see. The they've brought in a couple of players. Um, they brought in a lad from Drada. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, who we know Emmanuel yeah. Adebayega, yeah. who's you know, um a guy that's played in the Irish League. Again, only 19, so whether they're thinking about him for this season or next season, who knows. And they have spent a bit of money on Christian uh, Fasnacht, the the midfielder, coming in from uh, Young Boys Burn. Um, I'd be be worried that they haven't replaced the Pookie. Um, Yeah, I mean, Ashley Barnes, I suppose, who knows? He's 33. He's Um, he's 33 as well. Like, he, um, he was very good at, he was very good at championship level. 
so who knows? I think that could be a good one for them. Shane, um, Shane Duffy, I think, is an interesting pick up for them. Yeah. Um, to get time. him in. It's a good sign. On a free transfer. And I think that's uh, yeah, just you know, look, look his career hard. was stalled massively, Duffy. He kind of had that disastrous loan spell at Celtic. Yeah, and it's kind of found it very hard to get his career back on track. But yeah, you know, Norwich could be the place to do it. And whatever you think about Shane Duffy defending, um, I think at championship level it suits him, but yeah. he's always a danger from corners and free kicks. Yeah, he really is, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Norwich didn't go straight back up like they usually do last season. So it's going to be interesting to see how they get on this season. Um, you know, good squad, yeah. good players. It'll be, it certainly will be interesting to see how they get on. They're a team I expect to be in around the playoffs again. Um, but you know, there's so many good teams to say that they're definitely going to do it as near impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do you think about Clement? Another team come up. I mean, they're a team that are surely going to struggle. As I, good as I they love, were. I love they stayed up, but I can't. I can see them in the bottom three. It is very hard, isn't it? Um, To to see how they could stay up. Yeah, they just... Um, Home form is going to be key, I think, for us. Yeah, but the thing is, like, all these teams, like, say, who came up years ago, were always very good like that, but I just... Yeah. I think... I mean, one of of the things you say to give yourself a chance of staying up in the championship, or certainly that I would say is, you need to sign players with a bit of experience that kind of know the division, that have been there and done it before. Yeah. Um, and you look at who they've signed, and I think the oldest player they've signed is uh, from FC20, um, Julio Pizzagalo, yeah. who's coming in, he's 26, and the goalkeeper, Connor Hazard, is coming from um, Celtic, 25. The rest are like 17, 19, 20, 22, 21, 22. Yeah. They've, they've, they've a lot of... Um, you know, three players in on loan that are very young. Yeah. Um, two players that they've signed, obviously Ballymumba from Norwich, who's very young. Morgan Whitaker coming in from Swansea, who's very young. Good players, but if you know you're going to be in a relegation scrap, which they probably are, hmm. you probably want guys with a bit more experience coming into the club. Yeah, you need two or three more, I think. And I, I think that's I think I think for Plymouth to have a chance, I think they need to bring in a bit of experience in what's left of the transfer window. Yeah, yeah. Um, and their home form is going to be key, but I think it's going to be a long season for them. Yeah, um, that doesn't I, mean that they're going to go down because we saw what Hull did last season. I mean, Hull didn't have a prayer really, no. but they managed to keep fighting and they managed to stay in the division. I think la- I'm going to say last. Yeah, I I think they're going to struggle. We move on to one of our favourite teams who, again, have signed about 17 trillion players. Well, they haven't really. They've promoted a lot of players from the youth team up to the senior team. But I think that's only for pre-season. I don't think it's going to stay that way for the season. But in terms of who they brought in, Jensen coming in from Adels, um, Watmio coming in from Wigan, and Holmes coming in from Huddersfield. Uh, kind of the big ones. Will Keane as well as another guy. 30 now, Will Keane. Mm. Um, I still think he's got something to him though yeah it's just he is one of these guys that you do think to yourself this guy's got to put in a season somewhere yeah. where he's going to score 20-25 goals and yeah, the one thing but... like for me like 
I look at the players that Preston have lost, and none of it worries me too much, with the exception of probably DJ, because the fans love him so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Johnson has gone to Stoke. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've lost too much. Um, yet anyway. Not, not compared to what went what they've signed. Yeah. Yeah. But they are one of these teams that are just they're just always, you know, eleventh, tenth, ninth, eighth, mm-hmm. like close to putting a playoff run together, but never doing it. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, it's like they almost become burned out. And I think the fans are getting sick of it. And I think that's uh, probably something they've probably said every season if we go listen back, but it's it's no different. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're going to have to decide do they want to play in the Premier League or not? Yeah. And they're going to have to, if they want to play in the Premier League, they're going to have they, to play. They tried, they're they going tried, to have to they tried when they brought in like Scott Sinclair and one or two others. Yeah. Which just didn't um, work. It didn't work from then, no. Uh, I, I think... Again, the you look at the ages of the the kind of main guys they brought in. Will Keane, obviously, like we said, thirty. Mm. Holmes is twenty eight. What What Moyo is twenty six. Jensen is twenty three. Oh, no. Good oh, ages, no. you know. Good ages to be bringing players in. Like yeah. like we were talking about there a minute ago, where you know Plymouth might struggle. That's that's experience that they're bringing into that team. Yeah. Um, and obviously Calvin Ramsey coming in from Liverpool, they've got a good relationship with Liverpool when it comes to. Getting players in on loan, um, yeah, Leighton late, late Stewart as well is coming from the from Liverpool. I wouldn't know. We'll have to talk to our our Liverpool fans to see what they uh, what they think of him, um, how good he could be. But I, I, it's going to be interesting. I think to see Will Keane and how he gets on with them. Um, you know, I, I think potential is there, but I think you know, um, losing Johnson, I think is is a loss. But would you swap Johnson for Will Keane? I probably would. Yeah, 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 I would, yeah, yeah. Which is essentially what they've done. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, yeah. Uh, move on to a team that I think are another one of my favourites to go down. Um, because they, as a club, they've just gone so far down there. It's, it's ever since the World Cup, they just collapsed. Um. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's QPR. Um, these people don't know who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Morgan Fox, I think a good player to be, bring in. Begovic, loads of experience. Good to bring in. Callback, thirty-three now. Yeah, he's still uh, he's still decent. That's where they play him, I suppose. Championship level, he's still good. Yeah, and then um, Paul Smith coming in from Leighton Orient, and you know, a couple of young players coming in then as well. Um. Like I, I, I'm surprised with like say Luke Amos, he's decent. Yeah. They released him. He's no club. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean, you look the like the end went. We obviously talked. He joined Middlesbrough, and um, big loss I think for QPR because I think he's been good for them, yeah. um, and they replaced him with Begovic. Bags of experience, you know. Wait and see, I suppose for Begovic whether it's going to work out or not. There. Yeah. Um. Again, they're a team that have lost a lot of experience. Probably not a bad thing. Yeah, no, I um, just but been through their list there. They've lost a few, right? Yeah, I mean Chris Martin's thirty four. He's not going to be much of a loss, you know. Um, you look at Leo Balogun, thirty five now. Um, you know, Connor Masterson. Okay, he's twenty four, but he's gone to Gillingham. He he didn't really cut the grade in the championship anyway. No, oh. um. Yeah, I think I just think they're going to struggle. I think Dicky is is 
you know, the big one to lose. I think you're losing one of your centre-backs, you're losing your goalkeeper, and you had, like you said, a terrible second half to last season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think it's going to be an issue. Um, obviously, the manager um, isn't bad. Um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. I do fear for QPR though. I really do think they're going to be. I don't. I think they're not going to get relegated, but they're going to be very close. Yeah, I I'd agree. I think they're going to be down there, and it wouldn't surprise me if they went down. It really mm. wouldn't. Um, Rotherham, who delighted they stood up because they're they're kind of people who you know follow the Premier League will know a few clubs in the Premier League. You know the likes of you know Norwich who come up and down and up and down and up and down all the time. Yeah. The Premier League. Rotherham are kind of that when it comes to League One in the Championship. Yeah. So it was good to see them stay up last season. Um, Grant Hall coming in, Cafu coming in. Now that's Cafu who just played for Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Not the Brazilian legend who's about <laughs> 50 odd now. Yeah. Um, I suppose Fred Onyedima coming in for Luton. I think that's a good signing for them. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Um, Dylan Phillips coming in from Cardiff, the goalkeeper. I think Grant Hall and Cafu are interesting signings, yeah. certainly. Um, you know, Andre Green coming in from Slovan Bratislava. Uh, lost, arguably their best player in Advene. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's the guy that would be like Sahar for Palace. He'd create their chances. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they do without him. That's it. Didn't have, like had a very good season for the last season. Scored a lot of goals. Was also injured a lot. Yeah. You know, missed a lot of games to injury. So we'll we'll wait and see. And that was the other thing, um, not to automatically bring it back to Leeds, but we'll we'll talk about it maybe when we go through the fixtures. But I just have one more thing to say about Leeds when we do that. Um so yeah, how do you think they'll they'll get on, Roderick? Um six, what do you think they six, might make mid table? Bottom, bottom yeah, I think I think I, I hope they stay up again. Yeah. Um you know. Because they were very unlucky a few years ago, the COVID season, they should have stayed up. But COVID I, I don't think that they are better than Ipswich and Plymouth, so they're, they... They've got a chance. They've got a, They've got a chance. One of the other teams that came up, don't ask me how they came up, because was it 4-0 they lost the first leg of that semi-final? They did indeed, yeah. Uh, that, that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Uh, lost their manager. Talk was he wanted too much money, but that's certainly the... The, the chairman's point of view mm. that he wanted a new contract for too much money. Um, so he said no and he walked away. Now, I haven't heard his side of the story yet. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, so like I said, that's just what the, the chairman has come out and said. Um, that's going to be a big change for them, obviously, because he, you know, the players obviously loved him. Yeah. Oh, he was he, he was a character. He was well-loved by, by everyone. So um, I think that's going to be a big, big change for for Sheffield Wednesday. I still um, think they're not going to go down, though. I think they'll stay up. I I think they will too. I mean, I think they have enough about them. And um, again, I don't think they've signed brilliant players. I mean, you probably know Bernard from Man United a bit better than I do. But, but I look at a guy who's twenty two years old, who's you know probably played I don't know what for. I think for Man United. I, I imagine not many games. No, no, he'd be more. He'd be more the uh, league cup, league yeah. cup. Yeah, yeah. I think the Abbey coming in centre back from Preston isn't isn't terrible. Um, yeah. he's a good player, but he's not a brilliant player. 
Um, Valentin, 26, coming in. Actually, Fletcher should have really, really pushed on more than he has. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Good age, 27, lock to proof. It will be good to see how he gets on, all right. That could be a good signing for them. Good call on that one. And obviously, they've signed Rhys James as well. Not from Chelsea, though, from Blackpool. <laughs> um, I'd say they must have been when they saw those highlights. They must have been, what? Rhys James? <laughs> Different Rhys James. Um, but, you know, a good player nonetheless as well, it has to be said. Yeah. They're another team. I wouldn't say what they've lost is terrible. No, no, no. Um, um, you know, Stockdale, the goalkeeper going to York City. I mean, you know, 37. I mean, I don't think they're going to miss him, you know. You wouldn't have been their first choice, for sure. No, and like you, I, th- I think Sheffield, I think Sheffield Wednesday are going to be there, thereabouts in the relegation battle. But I think they'll have enough about them to stay up. I think so, too. I really do. Um, uh, I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, make the playoffs or win the league or anything. But the next, I think the, next, enough to... the next team I'm going to make a bold statement, Southampton. Yeah, Southampton. I'm going to make a bold statement. We've I talked a bit about them. They've they're lost not, a lot of players. They're not going to get relegated, but they're going to be in the bottom half. Yeah. I If I had to... That is a bold statement. If I had to pick where I think Southampton will finish the season, I'd put them in eighth. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, I don't think so either. I genuinely... Unless, like we said, they've got bags of money and we can only go on their squad as it currently is. They spent £12 million on Shea Chair. I don't know much about him. No, what I will say is kicking off the season, um, Lavia and Warpost are still at the club. They will play. Yeah, yeah. But those are two players that could possibly help them get off to a good start to the season before they leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know Ryan Manning coming in from Swansea, really? Yeah. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> managers bringing old players in from old time. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Like, I think about West Brom as well with um. Barnsley went. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Willie Caballero has retired at forty-one, which is you know he wasn't playing much anyway for them. Salusu, he's a big loss. Yeah, thirty-four now. Theo Walcott, they they let him go. He's without a club. Yeah, Walcott wouldn't be a bad pickup, like for a club now. I don't know what he played there, but for a club like we said, Plymouth, who need a bit of experience in the squad, yeah. even if he's not a guy that's going to play every week. Yeah, just to get the lads riled up for matches. Yeah, I know, I'm 100%. And I, th- I think for Plymouth, that, that kind of signing could be good. Obviously, Southampton, um, you know, I just he, think... he's gone from Southampton, so maybe he just sign, wants to... You don't sign, like, do you know much about Shea Charles? No, not not a whole lot. That's I mean, a obviously... lot of money for a fella who is very young. Um... It, is a, it is, but again, he's a he's a player, um, who I think he can play for Northern Ireland. Um, He's a player that's at Man City's under twenty one squad. He's on loan. Is he on loan? No, he they, they, oh, they bought him. They signed uh, him for fifteen million or something. Yeah, for twelve hundred million. Yeah. Uh, wow. So they must obviously see something in him they really, really like. Um, I I can't say I know whole host about the guy. Um, you know. I don't know. I don't know much about him either. It it's just it says a lot if they're spending twelve million on him. He must be decent. It does. I mean, he he's a guy that has you know he has played for Northern Ireland. He is a full international at nineteen. Yeah. Um, I think it's um something like ten and a half million going up to like fifteen or something like that. It seems to be is what people are talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him. 
Um, but I know he has played for Northern Ireland all through the youth setup and that, and he is an international with them. Um, so he's supposed to be an international at that age. Um, okay, he doesn't have, you know, it's not like he's 19 with 40 caps. He's only got like five or six caps for Northern Ireland. But still, um, like you said, it's a lot of money. They must see something in him that they really like. Well, again, he's probably a replacement for Ward Prowse. Possibly, yeah, yeah, and then and starting to spend some of that money, like we said, because they've already brought in money, like we said, forty million today, and I suppose that's the other side of things is, um, they've got to sell Warprose, they've got to sell Lavia, obviously they sold they sold today for forty million as well, but Lavia and Warprose, they go, so they have the money now, the forty million coming in, they can start to you know build the squad again, um, but yeah, I, I if I had to pick a spot, I think eighth place for them as things stand, no. Like you Not said, bad. they could end up with 130, 120, 130 million to spend. And but they could, my, you know. My big fear is that they buy, they buy six players that no one's heard of from foreign leagues. Yeah, and I think that's always a risk. I and think, it won't work out. No, I think what they have to do, um, again, it's you've got to buy players who know the championship. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's what they've got to do. They've got to look at who was really good last season and let's you know, sign someone like that who we can, um, you know, who we think can do very, very well for us in the championship. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. Pardon. I really think it's going to be a tough season for Southampton unless they I really bring do. in the right players. Like you said, if they just waste the money and bring in kind of has-been Premier League players. Well, not even has-been players, but like these young players from, say, the Belgian and the Austrian leagues. Yeah, which doesn't always work out well. Or if they spend, you know, you know, thirty million on some fella, like you said, from Holland or Belgium or yeah, it just know, doesn't Italy work out or wherever. Like they could be know. brilliant in their league, but it just doesn't work out in England. Yeah, either. exactly. So we'll wait and see. Um, Stoke City, interesting one because Stoke were a team as well last season. Very a, good and then very bad. They've signed a lot of players. An awful lot of players. Um, obviously, Mane coming in from um, Karen Barkeros from from Hungary. A guy that again, decent forward, decent record. This is the kind um, of guy now that I would I was just on about. Um, yeah, it's going to be impossible. Like he's a guy he could score twenty goals next season, or he's could could, could score three goals next season. Exactly. exactly. You just don't know. I think Ender Stevens though coming in from Sheffield United is a great signing. Great signing, yeah. And um, we talked about DJ already. Uh, Daniel Johnson coming in from Preston. Luke back down. Uh, Luke McNally is another one. Yeah, McNally is a good signing. And uh, Mark um, Travers as well coming in. Travers good goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think they've signed good players. Stoke, I really do. Yeah. And they've, 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 they've got rid of a lot of players. They've signed bitty players with good ages, as you said, twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty five. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Phil Jagielka, forty years old, gone. Sam Kluke is gone. Yeah. You know, they've got rid of some of the... I don't, I don't think uh, Nick, Nick Powell is actually surprised. I didn't think he'd go down yeah. to Stockport. No. Um, no. He's neither. not even hurtly, like. No, no. And he's been good for them. But I think I think they've overhauled that squad well. It's, it might take a few weeks to settle. But I think if, if those players settle, I think Stoke could be in for a good season. They could be an outside shot for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. They're always hard yeah. to beat and they're bitty and hard and awful. Very hard to beat, especially those. I mean, it is a cliche saying a cold night in Stoke, like cold Tuesday night in Stoke. But it is a horrible place to play. 
Mm. The wind blows around that stadium. It is absolutely horrible to play there. Next yeah. next team is interesting because last year I said that they would Sunderland. Um, oh yeah. I said last season that they would have. I'm going to reverse it this season and think they'll be in the bottom six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think they've signed okay again. A lot of young players. Yeah. Uh, Bellingham obviously is a very good player. Um, a lot of p- potential, but you know, at the same time, he's not his brother, at least not yet. Anyway, um, oh, Dak though is a guy that I know you like. Yeah, he's very good. He really is. And he, again, right age, twenty nine. That's what you want. You want players this age in yeah. the championship. But uh, I think they got lucky in the last season with some of the lads they brought in. And well, Dal Dalo is the big one, and he's not going to be going back to him. Yeah. Um. Like he was. And a, it is a tough like. You know, again, I think the the potential is there if they, you know, if things go right for them. But potential is also there to go completely the opposite way, like you said. I think bottom um, six. I genuinely think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, second season syndrome. Yeah, no, I I just had a feeling last year that they do something, but this season they're just. I yeah. don't know what it is. They just Bellingham is only seventeen as well. We, we, we well that's what I mean. It's it's you know the potential is there, but they're not there yet, and. This is an unforgiving league. It really is for young exactly, fellas. I mean, exactly. you know, um, and like we said, one of the new rules coming in is refs are going to leave some of those niggly fouls go. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more than niggly fouls happening in the championship, though. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to be tough. It, it really is a tough one. Um, Swansea. Don't know what to make of Swansea last season. Yeah, they were terrible and then suddenly very good again. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah. Top half of the table, and uh... yeah, I think, um, obviously, Michael Obafemi, who's a player we know well, obviously, an Irish international, um, tough one to lose, but I think they got good money for him. Gary Yates is a good replacement, he's decent. Yeah, I think Yates good coming in from Blackpool. I think, again, they're buying clear at the right age, yeah, um, you know, Ginley K, I think. In terms of who they've lost, again, I'd say with the exception of probably Obafemi, I wouldn't be too worried about who they've lost. Yeah. Um, maybe Ryan Manning, who's gone Southampton, um, will be a bit of a loss to them. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't predict Swansea because they were so, you know... Yeah, they're very... They were up and down last season. I mean, they were te- I mean, they were on verge of relegation nearly at one point. Yeah, well, not relegation, but being dragged into the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. suddenly they went on a run. That's that uh, thing is this season is going to be a lot different to last season because of no, because we were talking even before the season started, the World Cup was going to mess everyone up. Um, yeah, and I mean obviously that's not going to happen this season. Um, yeah. you know, lucky yeah. for QPR, I suppose, because like you said, I've never seen a team fall away. That was ridiculous. Like they did after the World Cup, and you wouldn't mind. It's not like their whole squad was at the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, it was mental. I I don't know what happened to QPR last season after the World Cup, but but there you go. Anyway. Um, yeah, Swansea, they're one of those. If they finished fifth, it wouldn't surprise me. If they finished 15th, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're one of those teams. Watford, been down here now a couple of seasons, and the longer you're down, the harder it is to get out of there. There's a lot of, um, again, a lot of players coming in. Comments, a weird one. Uh, yeah. The league. He's another guy that's always like kind of the nearly man, really, isn't he? Yeah. He is. He really is. Like he, 
when he was a young lad, like I thought he was going to be the next big thing. He just didn't kick yeah. on. He didn't kick on. Yeah, Jake Livermore coming in from West Brom. He's a good player. He is like thirty three now though. Yeah, that's that's the worry. That's the worry. Yeah, um, um, like you said, are they uh, in trouble though? Like they're they're signing a lot of free players because they can't actually buy. buy yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Um, they are in trouble at the minute. I think they're talking that that's not going to last long, and I'm sure they'll buy players or sack the manager, whichever. Yeah. Um, I wonder what they do. Obviously, <laughs> you know, Joe Pedro's gone. Yeah. Good money for him, but like you said, they can't spend it at the minute. I know. Think they're confident that that they're going to be allowed by players again soon. It's all to do with not paying a club or something, isn't it? Over a transfer a while yeah, back, a young, or something. A young fella, yeah. Um, it's it's a mess, but they're they're confident they're going to get it sorted. And uh, Sar finally gone. Yeah. Marseille for thirteen. Way cheaper million. than any. Way cheaper than I thought. Yeah, uh, I mean, if they sold him last summer, he was gone for 35, 40 million. Yeah. Yeah. But they obviously didn't. Yeah, so I think their squad is a little bit weaker than it was last season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But then I think the likes of Pedro, the likes of Sar, probably always had their eye on something else. True. Uh, so maybe maybe it'll suit them better. Yeah, again, they're very tricky to predict where they're going to finish. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd fancy them to push for the playoffs. Uh, but I think this is the season where I think if they don't, Go up the season, they're in danger of becoming, you know, leads. As oh, in, yeah. what happened to leads? It they'll could be, be another ten years before they go up. They'll be stuck there for years. Yeah, like look at all the players that left them. I know there's a few of the loan, yeah. the loan fellas. Yeah, but I mean, Sarah's a big loss. Pedro's a big loss. I mean, yeah, they've got you know the bones of fifty million euro for the two of them, and um, but you know you have to be allowed to spend that money too, and I'm, I'm plus. Terrible. Yeah, and plus the issue with Watford is it's one thing if you can come in and you know the club are going to back you, but as a manager, you know like you're you're three bad results away from being sacked no matter what. Exactly, they start the first three games without a win and they're in trouble. Yeah, uh, and the manager's gone. Someone else will come in. He'll last twelve games before he's sacked. I see. And they'll probably be on their third manager by Christmas. And Tom cleverly retires. Yeah, yeah. He's young to retire. He's only thirty three. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a strange one, all right. And thank God, um, a few dodgy moves to Udinese, um, <laughs> obviously the same owner, um, you know. So yeah, and the less said about that, the better, I suppose. It's not yeah, only I know people give out about Saudi Arabia and the dodgy deals going on. And then uh, West Brom then. But when you see when you see Watford have sent four players on loan to Udinese, um and they both have the same owner, you wonder what's going on there as well. Uh West Brom, yeah. Um a couple of players they lost. Livermore, like I said, 33 though. Uh, they probably wanted to move on from uh Darrow Shea is a big loss for them. Yeah, huge. Uh, and they got the money they got for him is I would have thought they got a lot more. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe a year left on his deal, possibly, is why he was so low. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean, what, seven million or something that they paid for him? Or certainly initially around that. There's yeah. um, probably add-ons there as well. They brought in uh, Magic coming in from Bordeaux um, as a centre-forward. They, I suppose they do need goals, don't they? That's something they struggled with last season. Yeah. 
uh, to get rid of Kyle and Grant today. He's gone on loan to Cardiff. Um, yeah. Wasn't really great for him last season anyway. But my dad's kind of worried because they brought in Magia, who was free. Um, yeah. Comes in as free. I mean, he has played in the championship, but he's only scored two goals in 32 games yeah. in the championship. That's not good enough for, like, again, they're a similar team to what we ran about earlier. Yeah. Don't go up this season. Yeah. But el- elsewhere, elsewhere, Maja has done well when he's been, you know, at other clubs. Yeah. Um. He's so maybe well. he's only. 24. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, Guy Crest came to Coventry, like we said, like seven goals or something was the most he'd ever scored in a season. Yeah. Uh, so you never know, but they'll need something like that to happen, won't they? Really. They really do. Uh, they might. Um, be you never know. They might. Your dad is worried about them. Yeah, like I think he's I think he's resigned that they're going to be just a championship team from now on. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I think I think that that's for those who don't know. Phil's dad is a big West Brom fan. So. The only thing is, Carlos Cabro is a good manager, and he he did yeah. fix them. he did fix them when they were very bad under Steve yeah. Bruce. I suppose an outside chance of the playoffs, you might say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, outside but, chance. But we'll wait. Playoffs. We'll wait and see. We will wait and see what happens. We'll go through the games, I suppose. Um, do we yeah, can... we'll finish up. I know it's been a long one, but it is the preview show, so thanks for sticking with us. Um, game to kick off tomorrow. Team that just came up, team that just came down. Sheffield Wednesday versus Southampton, 8 o'clock. Um, yeah, yeah Hillsborough's going to be buzzing yeah. for that one, isn't it? Sheffield Wednesday will beat them. That's not a nice place to go your first game of the season, oh, is it? No, no, no. A team that just came up away. Yeah. I think they will. I think 100% Sheffield Wednesday will beat them. Yeah. Uh, I think Latvia and Ward Prowse will play for Southampton tomorrow. I know yeah. the fear is one of them breaks a leg and you can't sell them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but I think while they're at the club, you have to play them. Yeah, you really do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... I mean, for obviously Southampton should be the favourites to win that one. But, like you said... They're yeah, going to get it. They're going to get a landing tomorrow night. So Hampton are going to get a yeah, landing. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible first fixture to be away in an evening game to a team that just came up. Yeah. Oh, they're going to get a landing tomorrow night. Now that where they they'll get a landing to where why are we in the championship? Is they're going to be saying their heads as well? Yeah. Um. I mean, we looked then at uh, well Saturday's games, Blackburn West Brom. I mean, games are kind of hard to call because we don't know. You know, five, six games in the season before we really know what teams are I'm, doing this year. I think West Brom beat them. Yeah. Bristol City, Preston. I mean, most oh, years it's a game. That could be 7 nil either way or nil all, like you said. Yeah. Um, Middlesbrough, Millwall. I mean, that's that's a tough test for both teams immediately. I, I think Middlesbrough will want to get off to a good start. Um, I think they will too. Yeah. Norwich home to Hull. I think yeah. that'll tell us a lot about Norwich this season. Yeah, yeah. 100%. How they do in that game. Um, again, it's the first game of the season. If they lose it, I'm not going to say, well, that's Norwich not going up. I think Plymouth would beat Huddersfield as well. Yeah. And I Stoke, don't know why I just do. Uh, I think yeah. Stoke have to get off to a good start at home. Yeah, I think it'll be a draw. Yeah, Swansea, Birmingham. I fear for Birmingham City in general. Yeah, no. um, But Swansea, again, like we said, just can't predict what Swansea are going to be this season. Um, Watford QPR. I'd be shocked if Watford don't beat QPR, but yeah, um, some, somewhat of a local derby as well. So, yeah, uh, that's the big one. 
Uh, Sunday's games, Leicester against Coventry. Um, again, an early, early kickoff on a Sunday. Could be a good know, game. Be a good game. Leeds playing Cardiff. Again, Cardiff have signed well. Yeah. And um, what, what I was going to say about Leeds that I forgot to say earlier, now that I remember why we're on it, is like when they sold their likes of Rodrigo and that, Bamford staying injury free is going to be key for Leeds next season. I agree. Like if he has a season like he did last year where he's injured a lot, they're in real trouble. I do fancy them to go back up or certainly to, you know, maybe make the playoffs anyway. I mean, I think Leicester and Middlesbrough would be my top two if I was, you know, forced to pick them right now this minute. Yeah. Um, but I think Leeds will be up there. But I think if Bamford is not at his best, I think they struggle. And then Sunderland, who you think might struggle this season against newly promoted a future draw, town I, as well. Draw. And that'll be the five o'clock kickoff on a Sunday and takes a few weeks, as we know, before we go to the midweek game. So that'll be all for this weekend. Looking forward to getting things going. Um, I suppose we'll leave it there, Phil, because it is a bit of a long one when we have to go through every club at the start of the season. Yeah. But um, after, after a couple of games, we'll, we'll know more about our predictions and things like that for how we think the league will go. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see which teams get off to a good start. It's going to be interesting to see where the shock result comes from because there's always one. Oh, I think. I think yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, could well be. Kicking it off tomorrow night. Um, it's going if, to be they're not, if they're not up for that game, then they, they, they'll get ready. If they're get... If Chef Wednesday get hammered tomorrow night, they're going to get relegated. Yeah. They're not up for the season if they're not up for tomorrow night. Yeah, and they should be. I mean, the place is going to be buzzing. It really will be. Um, So, will we leave it there, so Phil? And we'll come back probably on Monday, I imagine, and uh, look back at the weekend's action. Uh, possibly Sunday night, but it'll probably be Monday if that's the case before we get it out. Um, So, probably be more Sunday night when we record it. If... Uh, anyone has any questions they want to ask you so that they can do so through whatever channels you can find us on Twitter and whatever at Championship Drill you can send us questions there or through whichever way you're listening to this as well you can probably send us so we will leave it there thanks everyone for listening in we will try to be a bit more consistent this season um, health holding like, up in that be fair, we should, we, if we can record every Sunday evening we think we'd be okay yeah. Usually Sundays are kind of a good day for us to start recording, so yeah. Um, yeah. we should be able to do that. Anyway, um, whether or not we'll be able to do all the midweek recordings, we'll see how the season pans out, but uh, certainly we'll, we'll be every Sunday night. Yeah. Um, so thanks everyone for listening, and we will be back with you again on Sunday.